Welcome to the first ever podcast hosted by Bluegrass Basketball. My name is Kayla Van Hoos, and with me is my partner, John Moore. We're here to bring you weekly coverage of important games to watch and talk about players that are currently on our radar. We'll start with Region 1. Who you got, John? Well, from Region 1, it's a, it's a tough call, but I'm going to go with Jerome Reed out of Paducah-Tillman. He's averaging about 19 a game right now and right around six or seven rebounds. Tillman and McCracken County are battling out for probably the top spot there in the first region. And um, I was really impressed with what Tillman was able to do over the holidays. They went and played in some nice tournaments, and uh, they, they got they came away with a runner-up finish, losing to a good John Harden team in overtime in the championship of their first tournament, and then they won the second tournament they played in. So wow. um, I'm going to give the I'm going to give the nod to Jerome Reed right now in the first region. Okay. I mean, Tillman always seems like they're in the equation anyway, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, I think Tillman's one of those teams that once every four or five years, they've got a chance to, to be at Rupp uh, down there in the first region. They've got a great history. Been to the state semifinals, finals a couple times. So always a, always a good pick with Tillman. Right. Okay. Now, Reed, too, one of, one of our favorites from University Heights, your boy. Oh, Kiki Tandy. Let me tell you, this guy, I think if he was in any other area in the state, his publicity would be out would just be out the window. He's only a junior. He's averaging about thirty five a game right now. He's one of the top rated kids in his class in all of the country. He's already got Division One offers from um, big time schools such as Oklahoma's already offered him. Florida has offered him. Wow. Anybody, anybody that's got those offers nationally obviously can play a little bit. Now they came up to Lexington this past week and played in the uh, Lexington Catholic Traditional Bank Holiday Classic. Mm-hmm. Came against a good Bryan Station team uh, in the first round, and Station was able to come away with the win. But then they ended up winning. Heights ended up winning the consolation bracket. Um, beat our good friend Tony Wise's Franklin County team in the finals. And <laughs> oh, I hate that for Tony, but yeah, yeah. yeah. it's something he, else. He was averaging right around forty for the tournament, so he's he's a good player. Um, and as always in the second region, you've got to look at University Heights, Hopkinsville, and Christian County, which are all in the same district. Right. Um, are That's a tough district out there. It definitely is. It, it definitely is. And then uh, Henderson County has been playing decent, and I think uh, Madisonville North Hopkins usually has a pretty decent team out there, too. Okay, so do you think that Kiki maybe gets a Mr. Basketball nod next year? I think if you go based on who's just the most talented kid in the class, mm-hmm. he's definitely at the top of the list. Um, as you know, it's really hard for a kid from the western part of the state to win that award. You it usually are going to see – Central to Eastern Kentucky kids because you know the publicity is just different. Our our major sources of information are the Courier Journal and the Herald Leader, which are Central Kentucky based, right? Um, you know media. So, but uh, I will give Heights and their their coach credit. They have come up to this area and played games, mm-hmm. and that's that's all you can really ask. Now they are also the favorite to win the second region all A. So if they do that, which they have done, you know, repeatedly over the last couple of years, they'll be in Frankfurt at the All A. So another chance for um, Tandy to make a name for himself. I see. I see that. Okay. Now, yeah. now third region, you've got somebody from Owensboro, right? Yeah, I was. I actually had the uh, the pleasure of watching this kid this past weekend. His name is Jacorian Gardner, and he's a senior point guard um, playing for Coach Drake at Owensboro. Um, and you know, Owensboro's had some really good success in recent years. They uh, one state tournament, 2015. Um, you know, so they they know what it takes down there. And he is a lightning jet, just a quick get to the cup whenever he wants to guard. 
really, man, I can't really, help it. I love I love a good point guard anyway. Yeah, well, he's 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 one of the better ones I've seen. And I, I had no idea really, you know, um, who he was. I know that Owensboro, you know, they were off to a good start. They were they were ten and two. I think they dropped they dropped two games up in Louisville this past weekend, close games um, to Mail and Eastern. Um, two good teams know, though in Louisville at Eastern. Yeah. So you know, one was actually on the last second shot. Um, Oh, but he was, yeah, he was a really impressive. I was really impressed with him. And, um, uh, you know, in the third region right now, from everything I've been told, Owensboro, Owensboro Catholic, and Davis County are all the favorites. And, of course, they're all in the same district. Um, Owensboro Catholic uh, went to the Ashton Invitational Tournament this past weekend and played pretty good, beat Mason County by 30, which is never an easy thing to do. Wow. And then yeah. Davis County was in the Lexington Catholic Tournament and won a couple games. Um, and then actually took Brian Station to, I think it was double overtime before falling in a close one. So all three of those teams, you know, they have a chance, you know, got to get out of the district. And then it looks like, I think Breckenridge County is kind of, you know, teetering there around the top for the, in the third as well. But uh, one, one of those right now, sleeper, sleeper yeah, but right now I'd say whoever wins that Owensboro district will probably be, you know, the favorite to, uh, to head to rough. But I was really impressed with Gardner this week. Great guard. Um, and just get to the rim at ease. One of the better ball handlers that I, I'd seen. It would be crazy for Owensboro to make a run at it again this close to 2015 when they just won. Well, you know, you know th- that group they had in 2015 was the senior laden, and they, you know, they've had these, these, this group they have now has been playing after those guys graduated since they were sophomores. So this mm-hmm. would be their time up. And, you know, Coach Drake, you won the state championship. He's got his jersey retired at Owensboro High School mm-hmm. and in Kentucky Wesleyan. The guy knows what he's doing. So All right. he'll always have his team ready to go. Of course. So now, fourth region, who you got? Well, the power in the fourth region for the last five or six years has obviously been the Bowling Green Warren Purple. Warren Central. Oh, and well, now, well, like before that, but before that, Warren Central dominated for years, yeah. and now it's back to being Warren Central again. Um, right now, Skylar Potter out of Warren Central, great player, another kid in Western Kentucky that if you haven't seen him play, you don't realize how good he is until you see him play. Mm-hmm. I know he's got some mid-major. I believe he's got a couple mid-major offers and a couple looks. Um, athletic kid, can he rebounds, double-figure rebound, gets to the basket. Um, Coach Unseld, they do a good job. They, You know, usually you look in that region and it's Bowling Green and Warren Central, and they're right. both in the same district, and they'll play district championship, and then they'll play region championship. So um, they're my pick right now. You know, Bowling Green had a lot of turnover. They they graduated a lot of guys from that state. And a new coach, team. right, this year? New coach, Coach Club, which he was an assistant for Coach Cheryl down there. So he's familiar with the team. But, you know, obviously, and then, you know, Zion Harmon left and, and went to another school. So, they, you know, they have a lot of turnover. I think Bowling Green will be right there when it comes down to it because they still have kids on their team that know how to win. You know, Zion's out of Dare County now. I'm not hearing yeah. much out of him, though. Uh, we'll get to that when we get to the fifth region here. In <laughs> okay. <a few> <laughs> All but right, I'll, well, go with, uh, I'll go with Warren Central and Skylar Potter right now in the fourth. Well, I like hearing noise from Warren Central. Not that I not that I have anything against Bowling Green, but you know they've won their championship. I would like to see you know right. maybe somebody else in that region get a shot at it too. Right, uh, right, not, no doubt. Not that not that multiple ones aren't impressive. It's just I, you know I love it when somebody's not been there in a while. Parody. Yep. Yeah. Nice to have parity. Yep. Yeah. All right, now fifth region. John Harden is legit this year. Are they? Um, I, I tell you what, they are pretty good. They like I mentioned earlier, they beat Paducah Tillman in the finals of an of the pre-Christmas tournament overtime. The kid, Mickey Pearson, signed with St. Louis. Coach Travis Forge is now at St. Louis, obviously. He's got Kentucky ties. Oh, um, wow. He, yeah. he, is, he uh, has signed Mickey Pearson. And Mickey Pearson 
He is he's a forward. You could probably play him at the center at the high school level, but he'll play the forward position at the next level. Um, and he's a double double, a walking double double. And he's not one of these kids that's going to get a double double with just you know ten fifteen points. He's pouring in twenty twenty five thirty on night. Um, and and they're playing real well. They're twelve and two right now. Um, they hey, they lost to Pulaski County, who another good team out of the twelfth region, and they lost to Oldham County, who's a good team out of the eighth. But um, you know they're really are good. We, they are we another... thinking John Harden wins the fifth? Because that's the feeling you know, I'm getting. It, it, here's what I think about the fifth when I look at the fifth. You know, um, you can never count out any towns because right. traditionally they're pretty good. Um, Larue County right now actually is eleven and one. Now they haven't played what I would call murderers row um, right. of a schedule. But if you've won eleven of the twelve games you played, you got to you got to give them a little bit of credit. Now they did play John Harden early at John Harden. John Harden beat them by 20. John Harden's their one loss, right? Yeah, John Harden's their one loss. Yeah, and then, of course, we were speaking earlier about Zion. He's at Adair County, which is also in the fifth region. And they're 6-6, six and six, so struggling a little bit. But when it gets to tournament time, I always say this, seeing it myself up close and personal before, if you've got the best player on the floor, you've always got a chance. Well, so, kids like Zion, they know when to turn it on. And, yeah. and you can always and, go to them. It's just – Unbelievable he, the way the kid can play. Most nights he's going to be the best player on the floor. With mm-hmm. um, you know, he played USA Junior National 16 and under, and he's not 16. So you know, they they called him up to play on that, which is big. Um, and, it's, and, and you know, that's it's a huge deal. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, some people don't. You know, he's moved around from school to school and all that. But um, either way, the kid can play, and I'm not going to bash him for what he does because he can flat play. So. You know they're not off to a great start, but I think right now, if you had to, if you had to make me pick, I think John Harden is easily the the runaway front runner. There I'm not one of those people super upset over transferring anyway. I think the no. parents and kids do what they got to do to right. give themselves a good opportunity. Yep, and that's kind of how it is. So you know, we got to find a way to either make it okay or make it totally not okay. You know, well, this, I think this, this teetering to me is just not that's well, just not working. I think we need to figure out a way to have just one border straight baseline rule because right now there's so many there's so many loopholes and there's so right. many things that are okay and things that aren't. The KHSA needs to either come out and say, "Look, this is our transfer policy. Mm-hmm. This is what it's going to be. Either follow it or don't." You know, and I understand right. people move for jobs, parents move for jobs, and that kind of stuff happens. So it's right. kind of a, it's, it's a hard thing. Um, but the way I look it's at it, it's hard to enforce too. It is. It's very hard to enforce because so and so could get. The kids that had a job, you know. They, right, they can right. There's all kinds of, and there's every time a kid moves, there's rumors. Yeah. Um, I think that well, the main thing that always sticks out to me is the following: yeah. we're talking about 13 to 17 year old kids, adults. Right. Just let the kids play game, you know. Right. Exactly. They, we don't need to worry about adults talking about kids. So let the kids play, and the chips will fall where they may. And and you know what? Most years, that team wins it anyway. So exactly. Well, that's the beauty of of our state tournament is that. There's only one. Like, there's only one. I always feel like the best ends up on top. That's just yep. how I feel about it. I agree. Um, all right, let's move on to the sixth region. Region we kind of uh, took a turn. That's her. Yeah, I, yeah, we did. But let's sixth region. That's an easy pick for me. Um, Fern Creek. You know, Coach Schuler and and the boys over there at Fern Creek. Um, you know, with Rogers and Wells and their you know plethora of guards. They mm-hmm. won the king. They won the king of the bluegrass. Arguably the best tournament in the state of Kentucky. Sometimes I love it. The, 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 sometimes the field in the King of the Bluegrass is better than the field in the state tournament. 
So, mm-hmm. um, you know, they did go down to the Arby's Classic in Bristol, Tennessee after Christmas, which is a national tournament. Went one right. and two, lost their first game, and ended up getting beaten in the finals of the consolation bracket. Um, and they actually they played. Uh, this, but that's a big they, tournament, though. It so is. It's a huge tournament. They yeah. lost. To, they lost to Gate City, Virginia, in the consolation finals, which is a team with a kid named Mac McClung. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of him, but he's a white kid about five eight, five nine, yeah. and has signed with Georgetown. And I'm not talking the Tigers. I'm talking the Hoyas. I'm talking Patrick Ewing. The kid can flat play. Nice. Gave, gave him 44. But, you know, I'll give Coach Schuler credit. He's playing a national schedule this year. He's playing teams from all over the state of Kentucky and all over the country, and which can only make you better. Um, but you win the King yeah, of the Bluegrass. You win the King of the Bluegrass to me. You're right. You're right there as one of the best teams in the state. And, you know, they've got one loss to a team in state, and that's Trinity. They lost at Trinity early in the season and then went mm-hmm. and beat Trinity in the finals of King of the Bluegrass. So, got to go with – Trinity's a dang good team, though. And they are. Fun to and watch. They are, so, and they're in the seventh region. So, yeah. Fern Creek doesn't have to beat them to get to Rupp. Uh, also, right. just a little note in uh, the sixth, Butler, Louisville Butler, coached by Casey Gooden, yeah. is the last undefeated team in the state of Kentucky. Um, they're 12-0. and So, they haven't played Fern Creek yet, but I think they have a game coming up here in the new year. So gotta give, hey, gotta give a shout out. Right. Gotta yeah. give a shout out to any team that's undefeated, especially a team out of Louisville. They've played some teams. They've won a couple yeah. Christmas tournaments. So give a shout out to um, Coach Gooden's team there and Butler. Well being um, undefeated so. right now, you know, after all these Christmas tournaments, that's pretty right. good. So Yeah, so right now Fern Creek is is the is the definite number one in in the six right there. Mm-hmm. But then I'll, I'll give Butler a nod there at the two. And you never know. Like and Doss is Doss is right there at three. They've been playing pretty good too. Stephon Franklin at Doss, the one carryover they have from that state runner up team. Uh-huh. Um played played up here in Lexington's a Catholic tournament this past week and had a really, really good tournament. So Doss is always um, one of those teams again yeah. that's just kinda well, in the equation. They yeah. always have athletes, have they yeah. play their style and they're pretty good. So but right now definitely Fern Creek. Well, we're hearing some things out of uh, Louisville Collegiate too. They've got a new coach this year, and he's he's done pretty good. Um, I'll give just them the this invitation to the LIT. Well, I, th- I thought they I thought they made it. I thought I saw that they made it. Did they? Maybe they didn't. Well, they're fourteen two. I know that um, sixteen teams instead of twenty like they did before. Okay. So I don't well, maybe they, they did it. miss out. Yeah. Well, either way, he's uh, yeah. They're they're fourteen and two, I believe, and they're you know they're playing the. You know, they're, they're another team that hasn't played a murderer's row of a schedule, yeah. but at the same time, they are a little collegiate, so they're playing the teams that they need to play. They're playing the, the um, you know, the, the same kind of teams that they are, and I think they'll probably come out and uh, they'll be in the All-A. I think they'll win their region All-A, and they'll be, you know, uh, right there. They'll probably win the seventh region All-A. I'll take That'll them. be good. You know, I like yeah. the All-A for the small schools. I, I'm I do, too. It. I like I, that I, it's in the middle of the year. I like it. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a big deal for small schools like you know you know i, I live in eastern Kentucky, so we've got a lot of small schools I, you know right. i work at the largest but you know every school but us is in the all-a tournament it kind of gives them something to look forward to because as you know the mountains don't really make a whole lot of noise in the state tournament and that's okay well they but, they don't but they always have the best fan base and the best following and you know how it is if you can get hot if one of these mountain teams gets going it's, yeah it's a different kind of basketball it just is yeah no doubt all right, so we'll let's talk about Trinity. We're, we're in the seventh yeah. region. In seventh region, definitely, definitely Trinity. Ballard right there behind them. Uh, yeah. You know, Trinity has one loss this year. They lost to Fern Creek in the finals team the Bluegrass. They previously beat Fern Creek early in the season. Um, they, I'll give them credit. You know, Coach Zabo is one of these guys that he will play anybody anywhere. He went yeah. to Pulaski County, who was probably one of the better teams in the 12th and won 
So you got to give him credit there. And then after they got done going through just murderer's row at King of the Bluegrass, they yeah. went down to Roebuck, South Carolina, and played in the Farm Bureau Insurance Classic and won the thing. And that's a pretty con- notable tournament convin- too. Convincingly, they they yeah. won. Um, they beat a team out of Georgia from Peach Peachtree Ridge, Georgia, in the finals, beating by twenty. Um, wow. You know, and they've got D one talent all over the floor. So they were no doubt the best team in that tournament. Definitely. You know, David Johnson, who was a kid that was originally committed to the University of Louisville, and then after everything that's gone on at UofL, he has yeah. decommitted, decommitted and opened his um, his uh, can't, recruitment can't back up. At all. No, no. And, sure. Right. And then, you know, the uh, the Justin – I think it's Justin Powell. Yeah, Justin Powell. He's only a sophomore. He's their point guard. He might end up being the best one of them all. So – you know, they that I got to go with them right now in the seventh. All, as always, you know, Coach Renner and Ballard, one of the better programs in our state. They'll be right there. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's funny. The years that you think Trinity's the best team, Ballard ends up coming out. And the years you think Ballard's the best team, Trinity ends up coming out. So, you know. To me, uh, Trinity is just so fun to watch. Listen, I was actually at the Smoky Mountain Classic watching King of the Bluegrass on my iPad because they were streaming it live. Right. Trinity, man, is just – they are just the team to – I mean, if you're wanting to be entertained, that's who you go, who oh, you go see. They do, you know, and, and they, they're very fundamental. Coach Zabo, they – and the one thing I really like about watching Trinity is 95% of the time they're going to play you man-to-man. They're not yep. going to play some jump defense. They're not going to zone you. They're going to sit down and guard you. And that's and you know what? When you want to play at the next level, you got to know how to guard somebody. Exactly. So Coach Zabo does a great job of helping his Man to man is a lost art anyway. Oh, it is. I mean, you've always, other, you've always got other, right, other than Syracuse, really, who's the, who's the team you think of at the next level that's really predominantly zone? Most teams are going to play you man to man most of the time. Mm-hmm. So he does a good job. So I definitely will go with uh, Trinity, then Ballard. Give a little shout out to Wagner. They started the season off 8 0. They've They've dropped a couple games lately, but they're still having a good year at nine and three. So I'll go Trinity, Ballard, Wagner, my top three good. in the seventh right now. All right, let's go to eight. Um, Walton Verona is kind of making some noise, I think. Walton Verona, yeah, they definitely. They got a kid Walton out there that you like, right? I do. I like this kid. I don't know if many of you all have heard of him. He's a junior. He's six ten right now, and I think he's going to get bigger, which is kind of crazy. Um, he had a couple. Of, he, they played in the Kings of Bluegrass a couple games without him. He had a shoulder injury. Um, but he's having a good year, and his name is Deontay Miles, and um, he's back for him right now. Um, they were able to go to uh, the Lexington Catholic tournament after Christmas and played really well. Ended up dropping a game in the Constellation um, tournament to Dolph, but like a close game. Dolph is really good, and um, you know they're playing well. Played well in the King of the Bluegrass, but you know in the eighth right now, Oldham County thirteen and one, and they beat. Walton Verona by two at Oldham to start the season, so early in the season. So, um, you know, Coach Derek Houston, who many of you may not know, played at Scott County, was a good player for them. Um, Coy was a good player at Scott County, now coaching at Oldham, 13-1. and one, And, um, you know, they're playing pretty good, so I'm going to go Oldham. And then if Walton Verona gets everybody healthy and they get the Miles kid back playing 100%, they're going to be a tough out. So one of those two teams are my favorites right now in the eighth. You know, I, I like the eighth region, um, but my favorite's probably seventh and the eleventh <laughs> because they're always they're always going to be the ones that you know they kind of make the noise at Rupp. They're probably going to win. You know, when we got those Bowling Green teams winning, that's kind of unusual. Very unusual well, for Mountain, you know, Mountain team to win it. Until last year, the eleventh region had a team in the finals um, like five out of six years. So yeah. 
you know, they, you know, the 11th going to be the 11th and the 6th and the 7th are going to be the 6th and the 7th. But 8th region, it's just a different brand of basketball in the 8th region. It's very physical. It reminds me of taking a, a region out of eastern Kentucky and putting it in central Kentucky. The way yes, they I play. think that's probably why I like them, though. Cause, you yeah, know, you I'm probably a, do. You know, that's probably, over that's here probably why. I'm watching all the time. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about Cooper because. I'm going to tell you right yeah. now. Yeah. That guy, I mean, Sully, yeah, Coach Tim Sullivan there at Cooper, this guy is, I mean, for, for, for my money, he might be the best coach in the state of Kentucky. I mean, he gets his kids to play team defense mm-hmm. almost better than anybody I've seen. Now, How do you get somebody to buy in like Tim you know, I, I, I don't know. That's, that, he must have something in the water up there. But here, here's the thing you got to think. Coming into the season, Covington Catholic, and rightfully so, the favorite in the night. They've got they've got the Frederick's kid that's that's got him. I think he's committed to Iowa. You've got the Walters kid committed to Xavier. That's two big D one commits right there. Mm-hmm. And they and Cooper graduated. You know, arguably their best player, Sean McNeil, went to Bellarmine. They went to yep. state finals last year. Graduated some other kids. Adam Kunkel, who right now is my pick for Mister Basketball with what he's accomplished. They beat Cubcast on a neutral floor at the King of the Bluegrass. You know how much I love Cubcast, too. Right. It just right. because of their student section, though. Right. Just, and coach, and you know what? Coach Rusat does a great job. I think it's not. I think it's a two-horse race in the ninth. I think it's those mm-hmm. two teams. It's not even close. You know, Kunkel, he's going to Belmont. He was the back-to-back MVP of the traditional bank classic at Lexington Cattle. They won it again this year. How do you they, win the traditional bank two years in a row? I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I've, I've coached in it numerous times. Was lucky enough to be able to win it once, and it was it was it was hard to do. I'm not sure how you do it. And you know, they went through two teams out of state. They went through the Skills Factory team, who was really a prep school yeah. that had some kids. They beat them in the semifinals, and then they turned around and beat Rocky River out of North Carolina in the finals. Who got a kid out of the 2020 class, one of the top ten kids in the country, and and handled them pretty well. So you know, I mean, right now for me, if Fern Creek's number one and Trinity's number two, then Cooper's two A. Or two B, yeah. however you want to say. It, the they, yeah, I mean they're they're really good. I, I really I, I think um, Coach Sullivan does an unbelievable job. You know he's got experience. They went to state championship last year. You know he also was on um, Dave Henley's staff at Holmes the year they won the state championship back in I think it was 2011 maybe. Um, so you know he knows what he's doing. But you know Cubcats, they're Cubcats, and they went to a tournament in uh, Florida. Actually beat. Um, a really good Florida prep team who I know people probably around here don't know, but Florida prep is one of the better schools in the state of Florida. Always has loaded with D1 talent. Um, went down there and it's, uh, went, uh, got third place, um, out of that. So, you know, they're always good to go. They only have one in-state loss. They have two in-state losses. They lost to Fern Creek and they lost to Cooper, both single-digit games. So they're going to be right where they need to be. Roostatch has won a state championship. You know, he's got two D1 kids on his team. Don't ever count them out either. Cooper right. for me right now, then Cubcast, and that can that can switch all year. But right now with what Cooper's done, you got to give him a nod. Okay. Well, you know, I'm going to make a bold statement because we're coming okay. up on the 10th, 10th region. we got Dante mm-hmm. Allen that I think everybody's kind of been sleeping on until now. And the kids you know, really can flat out play. I, I tell you what. Dante Allen is a kid that you see him play, and sometimes you're not really you're not really sure how good he is, and then he'll do things in the game, and it'll just be like, man, you know, he'll jump off, he'll jump off the um, off the floor. I, mean, I, think and point, like, I think at one point in the season he was clo- averaging close to thirty points a game. 
Yeah, and you know, almost it's funny. double digits in rebounds. They so. they do they do they play a different style than most. They're going to shoot a ton of threes, and you know they've um, they've got some guys that can knock down some shots. And Dante, you have to guard him a certain way, which opens up things for these other guys. Um, you know, I know he, he was a little. From what I read, he was he was a little sick over the week uh, over at Catholic this week, but still mm-hmm. played pretty good. Um, I know he took an unofficial visit to Western Kentucky this weekend when they played Southern Miss. Um, and was down there. I know Western really likes him a lot and other schools. Um, you know, obviously Coach Belcher, he played at Belmont, so I'm sure he wouldn't – I'm sure Belmont would probably be looking at him too. Um, he's a kid, though, in that class. Him and, you know, Kiki Tandy, to me, are the two best in that class right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, Dante is another kid where I think Pendleton is one of the top five teams in the 10th. But with him, like I said before, you got the best player on the floor. You've got, you know – you got a chance every night, and he's a guy that can go out and get forty if he needs to. And right. That can change. That can change games, and that changes the way other people guard you. And if his, and if his, you know, supporting cast hitting shots, they're dangerous. I and mean, you right know, now, I'm gonna give I'm gonna Coach Belcher a nod too because he's kind of went to Pendleton and at his alma mater and kind of done a few things. I think won the I, district. Won the district his first two years. Yeah, I, I I think um, you know Keaton's done a really good job. I know that he loves being there. And yeah. you know, that's where he wants to be. And I'm sure, you know, he wants to win there more than anybody. I think he's gotten better mm-hmm. the longer he's been doing it. He's doing a good job. And, um, you know, you got to give him credit. I mean, all of us. You know, right. Your first oh, couple yeah. years, you don't, you don't really know exactly what you're doing. You don't have your own system yeah. in place yet. You're just, you're kind of getting a feel for everything. So, right, right. So to be uh, kind of in that transition period for himself and still win two districts, that, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty impressed by that. And I think, I yeah. think. He's got a pretty good future ahead of him. I think that he'll yeah. probably stay at Pendleton County, though. I don't see him going anywhere. Um, but in the tenth right now, Campbell County. Um, you know, they Campbell and Clark are the top two teams coming in. Mason mm. Campbell beat Clark at Clark, so right now you got to give a nod to Campbell. They did lose again. They lost to Cooper at the beginning of the season, which no shame in losing to Cooper. No. Um, they did. They did lose this past week over at Montgomery County to Boyle in the semifinals of Traditional Bank, but. Their best player, in my opinion, at least, Reed Jolly, got hurt in the first quarter and didn't play the rest of the game. So, you know, that does a little bit there. But they did bounce back. He played the next game, and they, they handled Montgomery in the third third place game. Um, you know, Clark's playing pretty good. They, they lost the mail in the finals of the Little Eastern Tournament. But, you know, um, Clark beat Pendleton at Pendleton. They beat in Paris. Um, so, Clark's, Clark's right there. Um, I always forget that you guys are in the same region because the 10th region is shaped so strange. Well, you know, in the 10th region, you've got a school – like, you know, you've got schools in Kenton County that are in the 8th, the 9th, and the 10th. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's different. It's it kind of central to northern Kentucky. But um, Campbell County definitely right now would be my pick. With Why would you be mad about that? Because they have the funnest mascot anyway, the Camels. Oh, the Camels. Good. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty good. But And I want to give a shout-out. They're not playing very well right now, but I'm never, ever, ever going to count out a Mason County team. Um, you know, they, they aren't playing their best basketball right now, but they host the region. So... But you know what? It's, it's the first of the year, and if you're not playing your best basketball right now, you know you still got time to kind of gain some ground until no doubt until no the tournament starts. So, For all right, sure. let's move to the eleventh. Who do you think is going to win it? You know, we both well, let we, me have, say, we have love we have love for Dunbar, but I think it's well, probably not their year. It's not their um, year. Definitely not their year this yeah. year. Um, I think the easy pick right now is Scott County. They lost one game, and that was out of state at the Beach Ball Classic. And then they Man, you, you two'd be alive for picking Scott County earlier before the season started. 
I get it. But I think Scott County really will win the election. I think this is the way I look at it. And I'm obviously more familiar with the 11th than I am in the other region. But yeah. um, Scott County is definitely the team to beat. Now, having said that, Bryan Station is 12-1. Mm-hmm. They haven't played Scott County yet. They and they have five. Eric Boone. They have Eric Boss Boone, little boss. He's yeah. I mean, he's close to a triple-double every night. Um, they play five guards. They trap you. They run all over the place. So I go Scott County one, Bryan Station two. Then you got. Then it kind of gets interesting because to me, Lafayette's playing really good. Madison it gets kind of. It gets kind of muddy. Yeah, after, Madison, after Madison, Madison Central with the Cozart kid who's going to destroy your boy's record for state record for blocks in a career. I'm sorry, but he's going to do it. He's almost already hey, there, and he's only that's okay. Here, so. That's okay. Um, but, um, you know, Lafayette and Madison Central split. Lafayette beat them recently. Madison beat them early in the season. And you can't count out LCA. They've got the best front line in the region. They've got Austin Hall, Carter Hendrickson, who's committed to North Florida, and Kyle Road. Now, Kyle Road, they went to KOB. Kyle Road had hurt his ankle early in the season. Actually, at Scott County, Scott County's up four at the end of the third quarter. Kyle Road goes down. Scott County ends up stretching it out, so you don't know. Um, I think when, when when LCA gets full strength, they're right there. They they need a little bit of help in the backcourt. But, you know, with Road, Hall, and Hendrickson, they can match up with anybody. You know, Madison Central, Bryan Station, Lafayette, Scott County. I'll go Scott County 1, Bryan Station 2, and then Lafayette, Madison Central, LCA right all there. And then you can never can count out Lexington Capital. All right. Lexington Capital is kind of – yeah, I mean they're coached well and they're always kind of in it. So yeah, and and the pain kid is a low down low. So but right now seeing, I wouldn't mind seeing Madison Central back at Rupp. My favorite state tournament has been when they hit that last second shot and the whole stadium erupted. That's not my favorite state tournament, but that was a good state tournament. I um, see why. I know why that's not your favorite state tournament. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I do think right now that Eric Boone is the player of the year in the 11th right now. The kid's done just, I mean, he's averaging about 25 a game, six, seven assists, six, seven rebounds. He's the best, you know, he's their heart and soul. He gets after it. So I got to give a big nod to Lil Boss. They call him Lil Boss around Lexington, but Eric Boone right now. And then, okay. of course, Mike, Michael Moreno, great player, too. Well, yeah, Moreno, we've just, we've been talking about him for years. He's just, right. He's the truth, and I yeah. think that he. I think that he will be the one that carries Scott County to the 11th region finals. Right. So, all right, now let's talk about uh, Mercer County. They got Trevin Faulkner, who we've argued back and forth about maybe Mr. Basketball. I think it's. I think him and Kunkel and Andrew Taylor out of Corbin are your three favorites. Um, I think right now you got to talk. Pulaski County has Fitzgerald and Butt, who, you know, they went to the state finals last or state tournament last year, excuse me. Mm. So they're probably up there. Mercer County has the best player, in my opinion. And I'll tell you another thing you need to think about West Jessamine. West Jessamine has looked pretty good early in the season. They won the Woodford County Invitational Tournament. Um, you know, they've got, they've got about three or four kids that can just flat knock it down from outside. So don't count them out. Um, Boyle County now got, teams playing you know, zone may not be able to, mm, to guard yeah. all the three. Right, and then Boyle County got all their football guys back finally. You know, they won a football state championship, so they're always one of those teams that early in the season don't look as good as they could because they've got football guys coming out. I, I know all about that. Right, yeah, know, but, I, I mean, so. West Jessman won the Woodford County Invitational and the Henry County Invitational, and right now are 9-1. and one. So, you know, got to look at them. And then Somerset, new coach, Jerron Dunbar, which buddy of mine, he was an assistant at 
Madison Central under Coach Feldhouse the last couple of years. He's yep. got his team at twelve and or thirteen and two, excuse me, and they've been playing pretty well. So um, they have they have they have a one point loss and a five point loss. So can't really um, forget about them. But uh, so who's you your know, number one in the twelfth? If you had to pick uh, one, if I had to pick one right now, yeah, right. You know now. what? This may surprise some people. I'm gonna go West Chestnut. Wow. Yeah, All right. I really am. And, you know, Damon I, I Kelly. Damon Kelly's been to Rupp before. So. Well, there's something him. to be said about being, having been there. Yeah. And, you know, Damon was also an assistant for Lafayette when they won it in 2001. He yep. took West Jeff. He took West Jefferson to the state championship. He took to Lafayette to the state tournament as a as a head coach after, before he went to West Jefferson, he was at Lafayette. So, you know, experience wise, Damon's been there, done that. They're playing great right now. They obviously know how to win tournaments because they won two. So I'm going to go West Jessamine with my number one spot in the 12. Okay. But Trayvon Faulkner, unbelievable player, going to Northern Kentucky. He, him, Andrew Taylor, uh, Adam Kunkel, that's definitely the three top front runners for Mr. Basketball. You know, being from the mountains, Andrew is obviously my pick. But I think that anybody has a shot. At, you know, I know Kunkel is good, but I think that that Trayvon would be second. Well, you know, they played. They, it's funny. They played in the semifinals over at the Cumberland Falls Invitational this past week. Both of them, yeah. Corbin won. They both had 33 points. So, you know, it's wow. not like, it's yeah. not like oh, Corbin Corbin won and Taylor had 40 and, and Trayvon didn't play well. Right. It was, at, it was at Corbin, too. So, Trayvon answered the bell at Corbin. You know, I, I think Trayvon's a really good player. He's been in the state tournament, you know, early mm-hmm. in his career. Um I think State tournament appearance matter too. I they, think they do. Um, I think Andrew Taylor right now. I think if, if just the voting ended right now, I think he would win it just because he's more of a household name mm-hmm. um, and has been for years. You know, but we're on the 13th, so let's get to that. 43,000 points this past week. Yeah, Andrew Taylor in the 3,000 point club. Um, I already welcomed him on Twitter earlier in the week, but congratulations, young man. When I asked him whose spot he was aiming for. It, oh, obviously, yeah. it obviously wasn't King Kelly's, but he said whoever's in second place. I, I like him. I like him. I like it. So. I like it. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know what? Last night, Austin the... Corbin played. Knox Central is really good. Um, I've Central seen them this really season. Um, Mark L. Turner is legit. Um, they beat Corbin, but let me tell you what makes me happy about that game. At Corbin. Is beat Corbin at Corbin. At Corbin. Yeah. That place was packed, and I want to see more of that. That's what I want. I mean, you know the, the the passion, the passion, the fan base passion mm-hmm. for the for the game is different in Eastern Kentucky than it is anywhere else. It is, and um, so you know. Um, well, we came to Fake Creek last year, and they, we had more fans with us coming from the 15th region than oh, Fake yeah, Creek had sure. in their gym. And well, to me, that was just devastating because it's like I don't know if it's because there are so many schools every so many miles, and you just don't have anybody to identify with as a community member. I just don't know. But um, well, no. If somebody that's coaching Lexington win city games, and when I say city games, I mean games between two teams in the city, Lexington Catholic, Dunbar, Henry uh, Clay, you know, Sage Creek, Lafayette. When they play city games, it's usually pretty packed. Right. And if somebody from out of the area, eh, you're not really going to get a lot. You know, it's just the way it is, and mm-hmm. and that's just that's just Lexington. That's just how right. it is, and you know, I've I've seen it so. Um, but, yeah, but, you know, I'm going to tell you, it, the following in the mountains, it really isn't as big as you think it is either. We, we're not selling out games or anything. You know, there's plenty of seats. It's just, you know, and I'm missing pet sections. Where are the kids? Because 
they don't wait for those. They wait for those Friday afternoon games at Red Wing when they go to school. And they go, they go to the same, but <laughs> right. you know, no, uh, but there are some good test sections out there. But yeah, you know, I, I'd like to see more fans in the gym. You know, it's. Uh, not the same as we're going to talk be. about when we're done because that's okay. my favorite part. But, okay. So we're going to give a nod to Knox Central on the 13th? I think you got to right now. I have to because yeah. they're just too good and they're well coached. And I'm pretty yeah. sure Coach actually went to Knox Central. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I um, think that's right. Yeah, I think that's I think right. he's I think he's an alumni and he's young and he's just coaching them hard. They respond to him well. You know, they're just a really well-oiled machine. And yeah. it's, it's, it's nice to watch. You know, I'd heard about them early in the season that they they were going to be pretty good, and mm-hmm. you know they went they won the Mountain Classic too, WYMT. So, um, yep. You know they've won that and come from Falls Invitational, so got to give them a nod, definitely. Um, got to go with Knox Central on the thirteenth. So, even though I like to be Andrew Taylor at the state tournament I, right now, if I had to pick the winner, it would be Knox Central. Oh, but I, I think Corbin's going to continue to improve. Definitely, definitely agree with uh, that. Let's move on to Perry County. Um, they're a pretty daggone good team. And, you know, they're different than what they were last year. Last year yeah. they had the Twin Towers down there, and they had, you know, Tobler. All those kids are gone. And they're kind of playing guard ball this year, don't you think? Well, you know, I've seen him play. Noah Back can shoot it from anywhere and can make yeah. it from anywhere. He is, you know, and they've got some kids that can knock it down. And the style that they play – they're going to be right there at the end of the day in the 14th, you know. Um, I can't Knott think County, of anybody else going to win the 14th. Well, uh, I, think, I, think, I think Knott County can give them a run because it's kind of a it, – it, they a always win. play each other tough. Yeah. B, BB's a great coach, and I'm glad yeah. to see that he's coaching. You know, he had some health – he's had some health issues. but um, I know, but he's back on the sideline. He's back on the sideline. And, you know, they're not bad. I think those are the two best teams. Cordia, mm-hmm. you know, could be good, but when it comes down to it, they always seem not to be able to – Beat Perry. They can't beat they, they can't beat Perry and they can't beat Knott. They never can do it. Now maybe they do it this year, but right now I got to go Perry one, not two, and then mm-hmm. play Cordy after that. But to me, Perry is a clear victory right now. I've not seen Knott play though, so forgive me for just going ahead and giving it to Perry. Um, but Perry I've is just seen, I've seen Knott play a half. Yeah. yeah, Perry's good. I, I'll get I'll go with Perry. And you know, when they turned last year. So, you know, Coach Hoskins, they've got some guys that did play in the state tournament last year. So, I'm going to go with Perry in the 14th. All right, now let's move on to the 15th. It's kind of down this year. Well, hey, this is this is your baby right here. I, it is, you know. This is this is my baby. But, um, you know, usually it's the Johnson Central number one no matter what because they're, you know, they've got 1,300 kids and everybody else is half that or less. Mm-hmm. But um, but Tony McKenzie, even though he, I'm going to give him the best coach in the 15th. But even though he's such a great coach, he's got such a young staff, and he's he's going to have a harder time with it this season than he has in the past seasons. You know, a man that yeah. that won the region tournament four years in a row, he can coach. Well, you but, know, here's the thing about here's the thing about Johnson County, and you obviously you know more about him than me. But when it comes down to it, they may not be the most talented that they've been in years past, mm-hmm. but they've won the region. Coaches won the region. Mm-hmm. Don't count them out when it comes down to it. So they manufacture wins, even even they games do. they shouldn't be in. They they find a way to manufacture them. But mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah. think that Pottsville, I think Pottsville really might go back to back though. I think they might. Go back to I, I think I think you have to give them the edge just because they went there last year and they had basically their same team back. You know, yeah, nobody, battle, wide, wide battle, wide battle is a good player. Um, you know, and they've got. I don't guys know many back. schools that have an answer for white battle because he just gets the job done. But, yeah, and, um, and you know the thing about the thing about Pikeville, and I've seen them play games in the region, and I've seen them come out of region and play. And to me, when they play in region games, 
their confidence, their swagger, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, they just walk out on the court like, okay, we're going to bust you tonight. Now, when yeah, they, like, come out they, of the region, they play like they, they've already won when they're playing right. within their region. It's, right. And that's a good thing. And I, but I think that a lot of mountain teams experience that. It's like, yeah, we know we're going to beat you in our region, but then they kind of come out flat at the state tournament, you know. And and that's yeah. that's okay. It's not the same basketball. But I think but, I'm know, giving it. I think I'm giving it to Pikeville for sure. But there I'll are there what, two or three teams that uh, that could win it because it's all kind of even. Yeah. Well, and you know what? You get down there in the 15th region tournament, and mm-hmm. if somebody's shooting the ball well. Mm-hmm. It can be a long night. Now you got to give a shout out. I think we got to give a shout out to a young man there in the 15th that's been playing his tail off. Definitely big. Trey James, big man. You know I love big men anyway. We know Trey. Trey, <laughs> Trey is. I think he's six foot eleven. Um, still growing. He's just a freshman. Dude already has 130 blocks in 13 games. Yeah. So he's uh, he's a he's a mountain of a kid, and you know I know that. Um, Walking got, triple double, not a double, double, triple double. Yeah. double yeah. Um, you know, if you ha- if any of you haven't seen Trey James play, type his name in Twitter. You'll get plenty of highlights. They're all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I will say, I know that you know, obviously he's a freshman, so he doesn't have any specific offers. But I know a lot of high D one schools are looking. At. I think West Virginia. He's been on a couple of visits there, unofficial. He has, even though that hurts me because. You know, go herd. But yeah, we'll get we'll 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 get to the herd in a little while. But <laughs> anyway, yes, um, yeah, Trey so James. Trey, Trey kind of he's you know I'm from Martin County. He plays at Sheldon Clark. I'm from Martin County originally, so of course you know my heart is behind Trey, and I hope that he succeeds. But I also you know my husband's J.R. Van Hoos, so that kind of player just pulls at my heartstrings. So I hope that Trey achieves all the things that Jr. did plus more. Right. So, you know, definitely I, you know, for him. Yeah, you know, hey, hey, and his brother, you know, Dylan James, who played mm-hmm. state tournament for Mercer County, scored uh, yeah. over two thousand points in his career. He's over at Pikeville now, playing a little bit. So he's got the genes, you know. They've got they've he got does. basketball, basketball in the family. So basketball in their blood, they, they can do it. Um, yeah. I also want to talk a little bit about Jacob Rice because I think he's kind of an unsung hero. One of those point guards we were talking about. Right. Um, he's he's teetering around like eight eight hundred points for his career, and the kid though, he just makes things happen. Um, at Johnson Central, I don't think if they were without Jacob Rice that they would have a shot at all because he just kind of makes plays happen. Like, the kids are walking assists, you know, regardless of how many points he's already scored. As a junior, he just, he just, you know, he makes it happen. He puts, he puts the plays in place, and you know, really nobody can guard him. He just right. quit. So, so that's that's somebody else I kind of wanted to to give a shout out to. Now we'll move on to the 16th. Gage Hughes, undeniably the best player in the region. I mean. You're talking about somebody who's good at a couple of sports. He's a great a, baseball player. Great yeah, baseball player. Yeah, committed to Cincinnati, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. So he's going to a major D1 school um, and for baseball, and now you know he's the all-time leading scorer at Greenup County. Which is saying a lot. Greenup County's had some good players come through there. Um, you know, Don Gullett is from Greenup. Now, mm-hmm. Don Gullett, for you all that don't know, pitched in the World Series for the New York Yankees and played for the Reds. Back then, it was before consolidation, so he didn't go to Greenup County. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they've had some good guys come through Greenup County. Um, but, yeah, Gage Hughes, probably the best player in the 16th. As far as the best team in the 16th, I mean, you go Ashland and you go Boyd County. Just played in the finals of the AIT, which is mm-hmm. obviously a traditional tournament around the state. I believe right. Ashland won in double overtime. Actually have been at Ashland this year and watched them play. Um, Ashland's good. 
Ashland's good coach Hal played there, was on the last team to go to the state tournament um, at Ashland. And, you know, they've had a bumpy road the last couple of years, but they're back. They're good. They've got – they put five guys on the floor that can all play. They can all shoot the three. Um, Boyd County, you know, they're really good too. I think in the 16th, Elliott has dominated the 16th the last couple of years. They have. But right now, Ashland and Boyd are by far the best two teams in the region. Elliott's not bad. But I got to go Ashland and Boyd. I, I mean, Ashland beat Boyd at Ashland in double overtime, so got to give it to Ashland. I think Ashland, they play again. I think they play Ashland again this week. The, Ashland gets the edge for me because I watched Johnson Central, a young Johnson Central beat Boyd County. So just right. to me, just to me, that kind of that that gives Ashland the clear edge in my mind. But Ashland right. also has that tradition year in and year out. They just come out and they play with pride. They right. you know they want it every single year, and they think that they can get it every single year. So well, there's something to be I'll said about that. I'll say this. I think Ashland and Boyd are the two best teams, but here's the deal about that. They're rivals. You know, yep. these kids have grown up together. They're in the same town. So, mm-hmm. to me, you throw the records, you throw that out the window when they play. So, they obviously, they play in the final of the AIT. They're going to play two regular season district games. They're probably going to play in the district championship and then maybe again in the region championship. Yep. So, when it, when it gets to that point, you know, I think, Ashland, I think Ashland's the better team. But don't don't think that Boyd doesn't walk on the floor thinking well, we're going to beat y'all tonight. Even if you beat us four times, the fifth time we're going to beat you. So it's I think kind of like your Johnson Central paint store rivalry. Right, it's very right. And and you know the thing about them is because they're in the same district, they can't play each other in the semifinals of the region. They'll play in the regional finals. So can you imagine uh-huh. Ashland and Boyd regional championship game? Oh, God. I mean right. you could. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. They'll be in Moorhead playing at Moorhead State. I'm going to go to Ashland and I'm going to rob all the banks because there won't be a person in town. No, I'm gonna tell you right now. Everybody I'll, I'll be, be off. Yeah. That's right, but uh, but no, but seriously, Ashland's a really good team. Boyd's a good team. I'll go Ashland definitely probably the probably the team right now in the 16th. The team to beat for sure. Right. All right, now let's talk about games to watch next week. You got anything? You know, um, usually traditionally across the state, you're going to have a lot of district games, district matchups mm-hmm. first week after Christmas. So. I know there's some going on. I, like I said, I think Ashland and Boyd play again this week over yeah. at Boyd County, so that'll be a good one. Um, if I'm free, I'm going. Cause... I think I'm pretty sure in Lexington you've got Lafayette and Bryan Station are playing this week, so that's a good game. Um, a good game top, to watch. Probably top two, two of the top four or five teams in that region. Um, so, you know, there'll be some – I think uh, you've got some district matchups there in Owensboro with those three teams that are, mm-hmm. you know, the best teams in that area. So, Well, my boy Trey James plays my school, Johnson Central, Tuesday. That's going to be a – So can a, Trey James get another triple-double? I don't know because he's got three in a row now. So we're no. we're on a we're on an official triple-double watch. He's the best – you know, him and Zion Harmon. Think about this. Zion Harmon's a freshman. Trey James is a freshman. Talk about two opposite ends of the spectrum as far as how they play and the type of player they are. But totally probably right now, definitely the two best kids in the class for me. For sure. And yeah. I think I think they're just going to get better, and they're both going to be right there for Mr. Basketball when it comes time. But so. if, if they're both – well, I won't say that. Yes, I agree. They both will be there for Mr. <laughs> Basketball. Barring anything – Bad happening. Right, so. right, right, right. Definitely. So okay. let's let's talk about what's really important. This weekend. This weekend is not really important. It's very my, important. My herd is going to beat your uh, top. So. Let's just put it this way: Western Kentucky and Marshall will play Saturday at Marshall. 
Both teams are 2-0 and in the conference. Both teams coming off wins over Southern Miss and Louisiana Tech. They both played the same teams this past week. I will say that if there's a, there is an outside chance for my inside sources that the two kids that have been not able to play at Western this year could be ruled eligible for this week. And if the NCAA will get off to their rear end, so you're playing that, dirty is what you're doing. You're playing dirty. No, we're not playing dirty. What's uh-huh. happening is the NCAA doesn't care about little old Western Kentucky. They're too busy worrying about the big fish. Right. So, but if you know, I think it'd be a great game. I think, um, you know, I know Marshall has some kids that have been sick that hadn't played, but mm-hmm. um, and the big kid, the foreign kid, God, he's he's played. He had a he had a scout from the Denver Nuggets looking at him. Um, well, you know, last year. Last year he wasn't that good, or he maybe he just hadn't found himself. Well, he but, just came from nowhere. Right, he's, he's had a good year. Got to give my boy though, Tavion Hollingsworth, Mr. Basketball, well, tied for you know, tied for tied for leading scorer as a freshman on Western Kentucky. Um, I know, and, and you, you know, know so. every day every day of the year except for Saturday or or the other game when they play each other. I love Western because I love Tay and I love Justin Johnson, who actually came from right. my hometown. Right. You know, I, I want nothing then, but hey, the best Jake, for him. Jake Omer, another Kentucky kid. Jake, Jake Omer. Omer out there. Listen, I'm a huge, I'm on the Jake Omer bandwagon. You know, I've written articles about him and everything. Right. Right. But um, but on Saturday, I'm sorry, guys. I love you, but go herd. <laughs> well, we'll be I, discussing. We'll be discussing Sunday, so. Right. Next Sunday, but I, I, you know, I'm going to get my top fit because we've beaten Purdue, beaten SMU. I'm not sure you've beaten anybody that good, so I'm we go with. But we my, destroyed, we destroyed Southern Miss. And we um, did too. You know, but they're not, they're not really that good. I, right. I will give Western the edge, but being at Marshall, they've had. That's the one thing. Yeah. They've had some pretty play. good crowds. Hey, we've crowds we've we've, crowds. we've attended the Western Kentucky Marshall game at Marshall before, so I will yeah. say that it'll be a tough one. I'm going to give the tops a five point W though. A five point win. Mm. I'm going to say it's closer than that, and they're going to overtime. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if my nerves can handle that, but anyway. Well, I'm so, sure yeah. that we'll be talking trash the entire time. So. so let's just say let's just recap real quick. You know, yeah. we went over our teams in the region. Right now, I'm going to give you my top five teams in the state. You can okay. give yours. I'm going to go okay. Fern Creek 1, Trinity 2, Cooper 3, Covcast 4, and then let's say hmm, number five. It's tough. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll go Scott County 5. Scott County 5? Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, oh. isn't it? Yes. Okay. My top five. Scott County. Number one? Give the, yes. Really? I've said, this, I've said this for months. And, again, you chewed me out for it, but I think Scott County might be your state champion this year. Um, okay. Number two, Trinity. I'm going to give okay. Fern, Creek, Fern Creek the next nod. UHA is good. And John Harden. That's just my favorite team right now. Sorry. So you're not going to put Cooper in your top five? Nope, not putting good for my top five. Oh, Bold, man. Bold. Um, that's well, I can't, I can't be. I can't be like you, though. You're right. So, I got to do everything the exact opposite of you. Yep. I hear you. <laughs> so, all right. I'm going to give you your five minutes to tell, to tell us what is bothering you about the state of basketball right now. Let's go. This is what's bothering me right now. This has been a problem for years. 
I hope that anybody that's listening will understand this. This game is about the kids. It's not about the officials. It's not about the coaches. It's not about the parents. It's about the kids. So when I hear a 35-plus-year-old adult in the stands bashing a kid, or I hear, you know, people get on social media and bash, well, this kid's doing it. You know, these are 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old kids. And we've got adults that think it's their job to get on here and bash these kids about how they play, where they go to school, who they play AAU with, you know, whatever. I just want you all to remember that this is about the kids. Coach is coach, referees are ref, fans are fans, players play. So I just want everyone to remember when you're going to your team's favorite, your favorite team's game this week, and there's a kid on the floor that maybe you don't like, or you don't like how he plays, or maybe he was in a different school last year. How does an adult look like a kid? That's the biggest problem. As an adult, how do you how do you say I hate that child? That's you know, what I understand. But it goes on more than you. You know, I'll be in a I'll be in the stand somewhere scouting, mm-hmm. and I'll you'll hear the you'll hear the dangest things in the stand from people, um, or you'll get on social media and you'll read. You know, especially these kids that are talented, these very talented mm-hmm. kids. Everybody's there to pick them, pick at them as much as they can. So let's just remember, everyone, when we go sit down and watch our game, enjoy the game, cheer for your team, cheer for your child if you have one playing, or your you know, cousin or nephew or whoever it may be. But let's cheer for the whole team, not just your child. That's a big problem not, for me. Let's spend less time antagonizing other kids and more time cheering for our own. Let's be positive and let's do things. Let's try and remember what we're talking about here. So the that. thing the thing that, that you know I it bothers me when I see adults bad mouthing kids, um, or, you know, adults second-guessing a decision about where a kid's going to play high school basketball or even where they're going to play at the next level. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, one more thing. All these recruiting services that want to tweet out stats after a game. As a coach, they know what the most important stat is. Wins. Yep. So if your son has 35 points and 10 rebounds and 6 assists and they lose by 20, college coaches aren't checking out that local guy you paid $200 to to tweet out your kid's stats at the end of the game. I think the recruiting service uh, situation in our country, and really our state, we've got like, you know, I, I get on Twitter and there's 18 different recruiting services. I'm not going to call, I'm not going to call any out by name, but I'm just saying, listen, if ESPN rivals or scout aren't tweeting about you, college coaches aren't looking at it. I hate to tell you that. I know that's going to hurt people's feelings, but we've got these parents that they spend this money to get some local guy to tweet out stats from a game. Well, you know, so, parents save your money. The thing is, we're not, you know, here at Bluegrass Basketball, we're not even a recruiting service, but we have college right. coaches that follow us. And right. I think that as far as, like, legitimacy goes, what we say is kind of more legitimate than these people you're paying money to. So save your money. Let us let us do what we do. And if your kids win in games, they're going to get the attention that they deserve. You're so, right. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's my thing. My two big things this week are, that's, that's John's gripes for the for the week. My gripes, adults, yeah. leave kids yeah. alone. Don't talk negatively about kids. Cheer for your team, but let's not talk negative about other kids and recruiting services. Let, gotta me, love let me let me chime in. My my gripe. I'm going to add on to your first one about adults and 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 their behavior at games. If you feel so strongly about how poorly a ref is refereeing, 
please sign up. We have a shortage in the state of Kentucky of referees. <laughs> we do, so that's if, for sure. You know, you can't, you can't find them. There have been games that had to be canceled because there weren't enough bodies to go to them. You know, if you feel so strongly about your knowledge of the game of basketball, please sign up. It, it pays well. You know, for a yeah. couple hours of evening, go for it because some of you I thought you could do it better. Uh, hey, one of my best friends is a college official, and um, yeah. I know how hard he's worked to get where he's at. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a lot easier. Than, it's a lot harder than it looks. And, you know, it's really easy to sit in the stands and bash someone. That's, it is. You have to have eyes all over your body. And, I, and you know, game. I hate you to know, tell these people, but these refs don't care who wins the game. No, they don't. They don't. And, and, you know, and nobody's perfect. I think if people in the fans would sit back and say, you know what, these people are human, they'd probably gripe a lot less about it. You're right. I'm not, I'm not perfect at my job. I make mistakes. I don't know about you. but All the time. You know, and, but I don't have somebody sitting behind me uh, yelling about it. So, you know, give, give these people a little bit of freedom, you know. Get off the back a little bit. Enjoy the game. Amen. All right, so we'll just we'll just wrap it up. Um, again, this was the first ever podcast hosted Bluegrass Basketball. We're going to come to you every single week, um, release on Mondays, record on Sundays. Uh, my partner again is John Moore, and we're going to cover all 16 regions. If you think we've missed something, just tweet at us at Bluegrass B-Ball. And uh, thanks for listening, John. You got anything? Got nothing except enjoy basketball. And have a good time. Also, what happened with Louisville in UK? Goodness gracious. I'm not a fan either, but that was not even fun to watch. No, it wasn't. That wasn't a pretty game. I think I think but, we'll just have to have a college segment every every week too, so we can just talk hoops. Um eventually we're gonna have eventually we're gonna have guests. Um we're gonna maybe interview some some of our favorite coaches. And I gotta plug the Kentucky Association of Basketball Coaches. If you are a coach and not a member you need to be one because that closes on January 31st, and then you won't be able to vote for your kids to be Player of the Year. They won't be eligible. It's important. Right, right. I've been a member. I've been a member for 10 years. We do a lot of good things. Um, Register on KentuckyBasketballCoaches.org. It's so easy. Right. So yep. yeah, it's been a good segment. Look forward to next week's segment.